in case you missed it on Newsbreak. We um, have got together activists in Phoenix and Chatsworth and we are trying to build a non-racial platform to say that not every Indian is a killer and not every African is a looter because, you know, that's the stereotype that has come through and it's most unfortunate. The other thing that we are trying to do is to say that we have lived together as communities in Chatsworth and Phoenix for many, many years. Our children have grown together, schooled together. Um, these are our neighbors. And really, um, the events of the last two weeks are not who we are. But the tensions are very high on the ground. I want to know from you, where did it go wrong? Because if these are communities that, like you say, have, have lived together for so long harmoniously, why mm. did it take one set of unrest to disrupt that? We can't assume that because we have had our freedom and we have democracy for this period that everything is hunky-dory, not at all. The building together of a, a united society and a, co- a community that is together takes a lot of hard work. But having said that, I must also say that um, there's a clear indication that the relationships between Indian and African people have been deliberately manipulated by forces who want to sow division, who want to drive wedges. Because it seems as if the rule of law currently doesn't seem to have any sort of upper hand here because everybody's just talking about racism. You cannot ignore the rule of law. The law is what makes our country what it is. It's a strong democracy. And I think the majority of people in the country have indicated very clearly that they are prepared to defend this democracy. That is why those who were behind Um, these uprisings, they actually have not been successful. On the ground, the Indian origin community says that they feel that they're being painted with the same brush, that their only focus that week was to safeguard their their homes and whoever could help them do that, they entrusted themselves over to those people in Phoenix. And now they feel that their sentiments is not being heard and that they're being painted as out-and-out racists. How does one build a bridge for communities who feel this way? Well, firstly, I think that we must appreciate the role that was played by community structures to protect what what belongs to people and to protect lives. We can't, however, condone a few, and I must say this, Karesh, very few elements who sort of got into those structures, who behaved in a right-wing way, who acted in a way that is unlawful. We can't condone that. By the same token, we cannot condone the looting and the destruction of shops and infrastructure. So all of that has to face the law. However, in terms of building relationships, I think we must do what Ina Gandhi said. We need to set up joint structures, even though we are living together in a particular area. If you look at our interactions, we still sort of keep to our silos. But also, we shouldn't hide what has happened. It is shameful. The looting is shameful. The violence is shameful. Let's acknowledge that. Let's apologize also. Let's reach out to each other. And if we have to say sorry where it needs to be said, let's do that. Because remember, there are families that have lost their loved ones. There are people who have lost their jobs. We need to also show each other that we, we don't agree with what has happened and we regret what has happened, whatever has happened. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.